So it's not necessarily that like it's a scam that they promise you something like because they say based on the compensation plan, you can make this. Nobody ever does. That's why people consider it a scam is actually a scam pyramid scheme. Oh, is it? And is most likely going to get shut down. Really? By the FCC. Good. FTC, Federal Trade Commission. Isn't the FCC the people that censor TV shows? I think that's the SEC. No, that's college football. Oh, no. Then you're talking about the WWE. That's World Wrestling Entertainment. <laughs> Although I'm talking about your uh, OBGYN. <laughs> no, that those are. <laughs> they got all up in your cervix. <laughs> Damn it! Is this the only thing we laughed at? Then we found our intro. <laughs> Damn it! No, you get the intro. Hi, welcome to the Cobo Podcast. How are you guys doing? Good, man. How are you? Doing great. Good, good. You're uh, you're here with Troy and Chris. Hey, hey, hey. And Scott. Hey. Unfortunately, uh, Jake couldn't be here because he is having an operation. Yeah, R.I.P. Jake. Yeah. R.I.P. I mean, he's still, he's still alive, but, yeah. <laughs> but R.I.P. Jake. He had to go into the knife. Yeah, but uh, he's doing good. He's been messaging us. Yeah. Yeah, We. I think we told you guys last week that he was getting major surgery so he's actually messaging us right now we're pretty sure he's high on like morphine on all the things <laughs> oh yeah like whatever whatever <laughs> they can get down below the border so probably anything yeah he's <laughs> sending random selfies They're pumping, <laughs> like pure chronic into his uh, system right now. <laughs> straight from the cartels <laughs> doesn't have to cross any borders there <laughs> no yeah, but he's, uh, he's doing good he, he texted us he said that he really needs to fart but he can't so I wish you all the best, Jake, that your bowels will let you pass gas soon. Mm. <laughs> We're all praying for your bowels. <laughs> and get it out of your system before you come back because my couch can't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah, and uh, above all else, get better. We uh, we want you back. Yeah, he'll be he'll actually be gone for our next episode too. So yeah, still recovering. Yourself. Surgery takes a while to if recover. If you're here specifically for Jake, which you probably aren't, there's no way, but... <laughs> Keep listening. If you are, <laughs> keep listening, because he'd want you to. Damn it! Uh, so, what have you been up to, guys? Uh, I saw Detective Pikachu. Oh, how was that, dude? I loved it like a lot. Yeah, it, it was weird because like I, uh, there was good reviews, like not like raving reviews, but they're like, yeah, if you're a fan, you'll you'll like it. And the very first thing you see for some reason was like a, a bunch of Pidgey and Pidgeotos, and they're on a roof. And they take off and fly in this like aerial view. And I was like grinning like an idiot. I was like, oh, this is crazy. So there's there's a girl that uh, is a big fan of a big uh, Pokemon Pokey fan. And she posted on uh, on social media that she was so proud of that movie. And it honestly made me not want to watch it. Oh, really? So someone's saying that they're proud of him. I don't know why she would be proud. So I don't know. what. Anyway. That's a fair I, point. I just think it's weird. That it, for one, I think it's it, weird they made it, and two, I think it's weird it took this long. Yeah, well, well, when she said proud, I just thought, I thought like maybe there was like some political message that she was proud that they were putting across. But uh, there's definitely not like any. I mean, maybe that's why I like these movies, um, the, the these specific movies that don't have 
agendas. Yeah. Because this movie doesn't really have oh, an good. agenda. Well, that's good because I there, thought it might. No, if there is a political message, it's buried deep in like pokey lore that I just didn't see it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't see a message. Good, really. good. I, I never got into Pokemon uh, when I was a kid as an adult. I mean, I tried when Pokemon Go came out. Yeah. And uh, but I will say the movie looks really fun. There looks like a fun movie. I definitely want to take my kids to. Oh, my kids loved it, dude. They were like standing on their on their feet and cheering. Like Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu was inspired casting. Really? Like it, it's it works so well. And it, so why? Because he does he does a lot of his like Deadpool humor, but toned down for, for like and uh, it, it's not geared for the kids. Like they find it funny. Mm-hmm. And I I'll, I'll give away a joke because I thought it was funny. But they're investigating. It's a mystery. And they're investigating something, and there's like this, this like liquid material. I don't want to say too much, but uh, Pikachu is like, like touching it out, and he's like, "What is this?" And he dips his finger in, and he's all, "Here, Tim, smell my finger." <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like a little Pikachu finger. And he's like, "I am never going to smell your finger." <laughs> but it was like, That's something I've, I've always said. Is like, there's nothing more disgusting you can you can see someone doing like. A, a typical normal thing in, in public than, than smelling your finger. It's like if you get caught smelling your finger, it's like, where where was that? You're like, why are you smelling? smelling your finger? I'm just seeing if I need a shower or not. <laughs> so anyway. answer me, answer me this: did yeah. did Pikachu in any of the other cartoons, lore, whatever, did he ever speak like words? Or no, did he always just say Pikachu. And that's the weird thing too is this is based off of a uh, it's a it's a Game Boy game that came out only in Japan. Oh. And they recently translated it here, but it's called Detective Pikachu. Okay. And uh, a big genre in Japan is uh, visual novels. And this one is like a mystery visual novel. So it's like a comic book, but told through a video game. And you have to collect clues and all this stuff. But in this specific game, Pikachu is addicted to coffee. He's high strung. He's like, oh, I've been doing this job for too long type of like. And he calls girls dames, <laughs> stuff like that. So it's weird that this is the first live action Pokemon movie that they made. Like, there's no Ash, there's no yeah. uh, well, Red. It, it kind of seems like in order for it to really be popular, yeah, it, they'd have to do something different than what they've already done. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like having like the the typical like having Ash in there would would make it unless they like did a grown up Ash mm-hmm. like or something <laughs> like that. It, it would just be way too kid. And yeah. and they allude to. Where Ash is from, it's a region called Kanto. Yeah, and they go like, "Oh, this Pokemon's from the Kanto region." So it, it exists, and I'm guessing, depending on its success, maybe there's going to be more, mm-hmm. which I would be so down for, because like the the humor in it is top notch. Like every every single joke lands, and the world building is excellent. So like, how much? Because um, I know. Ryan Reynolds had a lot of say in Deadpool. How much? How much did he have? How much say did he have in this? From what I from what I've heard, he did a lot of um, improvising for all of his lines. Okay, and they have enough of his lines to make a rated R cut. <laughs> of, oh, really? Of Detective Pikachu. Um, obviously, they didn't use him. I don't know if they'll release him. That'd be funny if they did. That'd be great. But I think that a lot of his lines were improv, and they just took the best of the best, which is exactly how Deadpool was filmed. Yeah. I've heard I've heard him talking about it, mm-hmm. about how he. Uh, so someone asked him if he improvs his lines. They're like, well, I, I, I don't necessarily improv. I write like eighteen versions of the line mm-hmm. and then go through all of them and then we edit it together. Mm-hmm. And he and he is like the king of sarcastic humor, mm-hmm. and it he does it with Pikachu as well. And it's it's never like uh, he like Deadpool does, but like he uses his sarc- sarcasm to to insult you. 
while making himself look stupid. And that's the exact same thing yeah. in this movie. And it's weird how well it works. Yeah. I, I, that's when, when I first heard that the movie was coming out and I was like, Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu. That doesn't make sense. But no, I mean, it, it's, it's interesting when it you still see the previews, sense how, works. Yeah, how, how well that works. And like, even like some of the fights were so well done. And it, there, there's a lot of inside jokes that only like fans would understand, but you don't have to be a fan to enjoy it. Cause Kylie loved it. Oh, good. Yeah. And Kylie doesn't know Jack. You, you probably know more about Pokemon than, mm. than Kylie does. But uh, she loved it. So yeah. well, now, I, I now really Sega's trying to one up him by making Sonic. And it looks so good. <laughs> yeah. Actually, did you hear that Sonic is in the, the Pikachu movie? Is he? He shows up at the very end and he's got an eye patch. And he's like, I'm here to talk to you about the Smash Bros. initiative. <laughs> You've been working I stole that, that joke from no, I stole that joke from mine. That's not my joke. <laughs> That's pretty good one though. <laughs> Smash Bros. Initiative. That's a good one. Uh no, the, the Sonic There's movie. an Italian plumber spitting fireballs at dragon somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I actually um the Sonic movie looks garbage. Um and it's got Jim Carrey as Robotnik, which is a perfect casting, but the movie Except just for looks like garbage. Skinny. Eh. Yeah. I, 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 here, here's the thing is that movie's not for us but well, we the, grew up tr- with Sonic so. right. well, the, I think it's a response to the Pikachu movie so I think it is kind of yeah, because that, that's how things are going like things that were popular in the mid 90s are getting rebooted because those kids are right. now adults. adults and can watch it Yeah, so it's I don't know well, I, and I don't know where I fall on because they're they're redoing the movie now. They're they reanimating him, which right, that's what I was, it's I was like a double edged sword because you're like they're like, hey, we heard you, we heard your backlash, and and then there's people that are like, you can't um, stifle their their creative vision of the of these filmmakers, right? But then there's like, well, th- you didn't invent Sonic, you're just a filmmaker, so why are you butchering this thing that we love? But then there's the team that has to work tripled overtime uh-huh. just to get it out well, and, and, done and in November. Change as, as, soon as, you, as soon as you promise to change something and then you do, it's never going to be good enough. You're never going to get... As soon as they're, they're disappointed in the Sonic that you put out, yeah. like if you change... Whatever, whatever they change, it's not going to be enough. Right. You're not going to be able fair. to... You're not going to... Uh, Please everybody. I, I had a lot of respect when I heard the the, the creator was was doing that though because um, I agree with what you said. It's a double edged sword, but at the same time, like you think about any of the remakes or where they've created something from our childhood, and you know, you, you talk. The thing that comes to my mind is when they gave the Ninja Turtles lips and just made the Ninja Turtle movies. It's kind of like maybe they should have listened to the fans when yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it it's it's just just topical, but. Game of Thrones is out and people are freaking out about it. So what what if the fan backlash gets so bad that they're like, we hear you, we're going to reshoot season eight, we're sorry, we're going to start over and try better. Uh, like, then Some people are like, I like season eight. You can't do that. So all of a sudden this doesn't count anymore. I think it'd be a difference. Like, I think that the fans difference... just have such a voice now and like they demand to be heard. That's and true. Like... Well, and like, yeah, people demand to be heard based off of things that it's just does yeah, the just, social media is entitled yeah entitled everyone. exactly but the thing is like i could I, if if after they aired the last episode that they did which has been the one that everybody is is all over yeah um, <clears throat> i uh i can see what you mean if they were like yeah we're gonna re- reshoot season reshoot season eight i'd be like well 
it doesn't make sense because you already mm-hmm. you shot it and you filmed it or you, you shot it and you released it. But if they like showed a preview that gave away something that people didn't like and then like people freaked out and yeah. then they said, well, either wait till you watch it or like, hey, we're actually changing this thing. Mm-hmm. Then I think people would appreciate it. But yeah, at the same I mean, time, it's not going to happen. But, but if it did, yeah, I, I don't know where I'd fall happen. on it. Yeah. But at the same time, it does kind of create that entitlement, like you're saying. So and and like the the same thing happened with um, with Mass Effect three. People hated the ending. Mm-hmm. The ending because uh, for those of you who don't know, Mass Effect three is a video game about choice, and it's it's a trilogy, and each choice you made from the first game carried over to the third game, and it was really cool how they made it. And then the end was just you had option one, two, or three. And it was the exact same ending, but with different colors. Huh. And I mean, literally, like there was explosions, but the explosions were different colors. It was the exact same ending. That's and frustrating. People were furious. Um, but some people liked the ending. And then Bioware is like, "Hey, we hear you. We're sorry. We're going to change the ending. Here's the new ending." Well, so there's there's two endings now. That's and they're both canon. You know. Sorry. Go ahead. Will. No, that's. I don't know. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> but that, that, that's just like the, the you didn't the the fan the person that loves the franchise you didn't make that as Obama would say you didn't make that mm-hmm. but um, but you, if you're a fan of it but then because you're upset by the way that went you should have a say in how how it should go you know what I mean yeah yeah exactly okay so here was my train of thought was sure. You don't like the ending, but like you said, some people do like the ending. And mm-hmm. what, like, you didn't put your time and effort and life into making it. Why do you have? Why do you get to choose? Right. Like, like you spent twenty hours playing the game, while the the developers spent five years five years making the game. Right. That was a random tangent we just went on, guys. No, and it's true, and it all started, it all kind of comes from the Sonic, but also what you brought into with Game of Thrones, which is extremely topical, because Game of Thrones, the last episode, episode five, season eight, if you're listening to this, you know, later on. The bells. Yeah, the bells. uh, That one was a really, really divisive uh, episode. A lot of people hated it, and a lot of people hated it for different reasons. And um, I think it's just, I think it's interesting is all I'm going to say, because you're, you're definitely, if you're, if there's anything you want to use the entire, the word entitled for, you are entitled to your opinion of whether you liked it or not. And so I don't want to like sit here and tell people that they're wrong. Right. I may disagree with you on certain Uh, things. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, you, you can, you can not like something and you know, if, if, uh, if you're going to make something and people don't like it, you, you, you know, you, you made your bed. Now you got to sleep in it. I mean, like, so. and you're, you're entitled to your opinion, but what you're not entitled to is the creators to change it for exactly. you. Exactly. And, and to bring it all around, how, how these uh, filmmakers and creators can avoid this is do what detective Pikachu did. Like those filmmakers studied each and every single Pokemon right. that they right. made. Like I, there's videos on, on Ryan Reynolds, YouTube and they're fascinating. Yeah. They're making Bulbasaurs, the, the one with the, the bulb on his back. And they're like, they walk on all fours. They modeled them after bulldogs, and they got bulldogs to walk in a line, and they filmed it, and then they drew Bulbasaurs over them until that's they got awesome. the movement right. For each, and they're only in the movie for like five minutes. But that's awesome. Yeah, because they took their time, and then yeah. they look amazing. Yeah. And then you have Sonic, which is like, <laughs> I don't even know, dude. <laughs> it, it looks like uh, you bought a Sonic toy bootleg at like a dollar store <laughs> in China, <laughs> and his name is Sanic with an A. <laughs> you know what I mean? And for some reason, he can dodge like... Just based on the um, 
on the on the trailer on the trailer he can dodge a thousand missiles that are coming at him and kick him out of the air and stuff but a uh, blow dart or whatever mm, i was thinking he, that too he can't dodge that when it hits him in the leg Maybe the physics don't make sense man it's stupid never do never do meow so I, I talked about this show, uh, I think either it was the last recording, I'm pretty sure it was the last recording, but uh, I've been watching even more of a show called Barry with, uh, oh crap, John John Heater? Is it, is it, is it Barry Heater? Good? What's John Heater. John, right? John Heater. John Heater? No. Like, hey, Bill, John, John Heater's from... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Bill Hader. Bill Hader. My goodness. Bill Hader. <laughs> Sorry, I in. totally screwed that up. Have you Barry. noticed in the history of the world that whenever someone can't remember something, you can't either? Yeah. What, what is that? Dude? I don't know. Uh, it's group think. I don't know. I'm going to throw that into the Mandela effect just yeah, because. Just because. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Bill, Bill Hader. Right, mm-hmm. Bill Hader. Uh, the show Barry is hilarious. I'm telling you guys, it, and and it, they're in season two right now. I don't know how. I think actually next Excuse week the is the season finale. The same um, day as Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Well, they air the same day too. Um, mm. I think, but uh, they're both HBO, so they don't overlap. As as the time goes on, it's like it gets funnier and funnier and hilarious. It, it's so. It is on my list. Good, for you guys. To I I would suggest you watch it. Like right away. I don't want to talk it up too much, but it's funny. Cool. Um, yeah. What about you, Scott? About anything? Not much. I haven't been up to much. Nothing to report. Still unpack- unpacking. Yeah, dude. Your your wife's uh, close to having a baby. Yeah, she's uh, at least a week away. That's crazy. Or dude. at most a week away. It's, a, it's another girl, right? Yep, another girl. That's awesome, dude. So uh, you might be gone for a couple episodes too. <laughs> we might. It, it, either I'll be. Uh, I'll be here and in the doghouse or <laughs> in a comfy bed. We can go to your house and like record in your room. Like, I, I don't the know. baby promises to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like I, with with my current kids, like I'll scream at them and scream at them, and they just will not fall asleep. <laughs> I've tried everything. I've tried beating them within an inch of their life. <laughs> you screaming myself. You hoarse. should try throwing bread at them. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke. That's an inside oh, joke. So Troy beats Boom. his kids with loaves of bread. <laughs> no, slice. Slices of bread. <laughs> with baguettes. It's like stale baguettes. It's the, um, no, they have it's a very bunch soft. of paper cuts. I make, sure, I make sure that the bread is soft. <laughs> it's, it's more like the psychological damage it does. Because a piece of bread's not going to hurt. But Yeah, you made him a ham sandwich and she started crying and ran to her room. <laughs> well, <laughs> she shouldn't have backtalked. Um, anyway, no, I don't beat my kids with bread. Um, <laughs> Let me just make that clear. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys want to get into it then? Let's do it. All right. What's so today's episode. Today's episode is about the uh, the old movie that came out in the '90s called Old Mortal Kombat. Speaking of movies that they should have changed before it even came out, yeah, um, that is a very valid point. Um, let's let's kind of uh, back up a second. So this episode is well, so Whoa. back up, back up. Um, this episode is so this is part of our uh, segment called uh, Second Chance. So the last time last time we did a Second Chance movie, we did it based off of the uh, the Green Hornet, which Chris did because. He, uh, no, correct me if I'm wrong, you watched it, you thought it was good, it got a lot of hate, so you decided to rewatch it again to see if it was still good, mm-hmm. and I wasn't here for that recording, I barely missed it, but what was, 
Like the so general this, consensus this segment is basically just an excuse for us to watch <laughs> movies. <laughs> and um, then we, we crap on them. And then we all go, it wasn't that bad at the I'm, end. I'm glad we no, watched and it. Actually, no, that was the thing is I actually, I kind of hope we don't sit here and say all of the good things about the movie because it's a bad movie. It was terrible. It was terrible. But Green me, Hornet or Mortal Kombat? No, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. So, so, Not everything's about you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the, thing with, the thing with Mortal Kombat is I wanted to kind of do the reverse of what, what Chris did is, is take a movie that we probably all liked when we were kids and turn it around and say... Like, does this movie deserve a second chance? Does this franchise deserve a second chance? And the other thing, it also falls in line because Mortal Kombat is releasing a brand new game. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 just came out like a week or two ago, actually. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's supposed it's to be really good. Relevant. And I've heard that they might be making a new movie. And that is one positive I've thing. I've heard I'll- Ronda Rousey was cast as Sonya Blade, but I don't know if that meant for the game or if hmm. they're doing a movie. <laughs> I will say, though, that I. Um, the positive I'll take away from watching Mortal Kombat, the movie, yeah, uh, was that I hope that they do remake Mortal Kombat because I think there's enough. I don't want to call it substance because it's not substance. There's enough there to make something. There's, well, there's, there's enough characters. Mm-hmm. I, I think th- there's enough lore. If, if they go, if they like, because I think w- one of the worst things about the movie is the story in general. It's just stupid. Yeah. Um, so, so if they can come up with a better story. It, it would be light years ahead of what this one was. Well, and that's the thing is how do you incorporate um, an emperor uh, who wants to take over planets and take over realms, if you will, and incorporate. Some oh, you sort call of, it Star Wars and, and, and incorporate some sort of martial arts tournament into it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yeah. OK, okay cool. Um, yeah. So the lore, the lore doesn't make sense. I get it. But like yeah. maybe there's something. Yeah, I think I, honestly, I, I would. I would like to see if they were to remake or do something, do something like Detective Pikachu, where it's like in the world, but not that story, like the main story of the video game. That's actually fitting because at one point, Mortal Kombat was the best video game movie. Yeah. yeah. And now I would probably say Detective Pikachu is. So, yeah. So maybe going that route is is the way to do it. Yeah. Is to not follow the exact storyline from the video game because they don't translate well. Yeah. But like... Well, yeah, especially it's it's not... A, the, the video game isn't a narrative. Well, and, and the other thing is each each character has their own story. I mean, you have... Like we learned in, in the movie Mortal Kombat, you have Liu Kang, uh, his, his Johnny story. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Raiden. Sonya Blade. Sub-Zero. But you could take... Scorpion. You could take the backstory of Scorpion and Sub-Zero because they're mortal enemies Mm -hmm. and follow that Mm -hmm. and kind of incorporate Mm -hmm. the martial arts tournament. You don't have to even touch into the whole like... There was actually a a web series that was uh, pretty popular for a while too. Yeah? Yeah. It was like... And it wasn't super long. There was like 11 11 minute episodes. I remember seeing one where like it was in a city and like... Mm -hmm. Was it Jax? Yeah. Jax was the main character. He was a a detective, right? He he was like investigating Scorpion, wasn't Mm -hmm. he? And it turned into like... He he ended up investigating the tournament. Yeah. 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 I think... Because it was Michael J. White was the actor. And he's the guy that's like in Spawn and he's in... Joker kills him... Yeah, See? it sounds like we've solved the mystery. So and, episode and, over. And so I, guys- I, think, I think that's honestly a good way, a good direction to go. I, I haven't seen this. I don't know if it's executed well, but to to take liberties on the characters that because because there's no real narrative to the video game, you have free reign to just like make up whatever story you want using those characters. Just as long as you don't have the spear coming out of Scorpion's hand. 
That was so weird, dude. It was so bad. That sucked. <laughs> okay, so let me let me just let me just bring it back to the beginning here because you said we're gonna watch Mortal Kombat, and uh-huh. I kind of chuckled. And I I loved this movie when I was a kid. I probably watched it a hundred times. Yeah. Um. I remember I had Likewise. to download it. Or not download it. it's We didn't do that back then. I had to record Lime, it. LimeWire or Morpheus? <laughs> no, I recorded it on a Stars movie channel for my VHS because we had a free preview weekend <laughs> with my dad. Lucky you. Yeah, so I, I had a VCR and I recorded it on our tape and I wrote Mortal Kombat on there and I, I like pulled a little tab out so you couldn't record over it. Did you draw a dragon on it? Uh, Yes. You should cool. I hope you did. Um, But yeah, like, so like my parents, there's no way my parents would have let me watch that. What year did it come out? 95. 95. So yeah, it was like eight, nine, like nine or eight. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, like I loved it when I was a kid. I loved it. And then I watched it now expecting not to like it because (laughs) I know it's not done very well. And I still loved it. (laughs) You watched it with your kids. I watched it with my kids and they were freaking out, dude. Like the the soundtrack, the soundtrack went platinum in like a week. Double platinum. That is for me the only redeemable part about this movie. (laughs) And it's not like it's a great soundtrack. But it like it's a it's bumping, dude. I know. It, well, you think back to '95. Yeah. It, it it was. I remember that being. I I had several mixed CDs with this uh, with that uh-huh. with Mortal Kombat. It, it just like gets your heart. It gets the people going. Yeah. It's provocative. I will I will say this. The so the soundtrack is great. I will also say this because uh, a big negative about the movie now uh, is the CGI. Um, oh, dude! It's terrible. Reptile looked like Gex from PlayStation One. That, that, when that reptile happened, I like I, I was watching this like or all the sweeping with, landscapes. I was watching this like at, late at night alone on my laptop on the couch with headphones, and I laughed out loud. Like, when that reptile. See, you watched it wrong, dude. You had to watch it with surround sound. Apparently, I can't let no, my there, kids wake up. There's a part that Kylie, my wife, paused. Uh, they're climbing up the mountain, and they're like, "There's all the fake stairs." And yeah. the monk music, but they CGI'd a guy, like a sick figure, and he was walking like... Uh, really? <laughs> like, yeah. Like you, you guys obviously can't see it at home, but they animated like his left arm up and then his right arm up. Shut <laughs> and up. And he just like walking That's hilarious. Up, and it looks so bad. <laughs> and you could tell because like they had like steam and yeah. they drew it over like the fog, <laughs> the fog of the place. I want to. I want to say. They had a small budget, dude. Right, they had a small budget, but I also want to say they. I want to say this, but I really can't, like honestly, say that they pushed the boundaries with CGI, um, because obviously more movies came out at the time that had better CGI. But I want to say that like maybe Jurassic Park came out the year before, but and that CGI. Yeah, um, I mean, there's still some CGI that's kind of iffy in Jurassic Park um, mm-hmm. that you notice that's that that you you notice now and it yeah, does, like that Jello on that spoon, it's not even there. I know it's so <laughs> stupid. Ugh. No, but like Jurassic when, Park was 91. Was it 91? It was 93. I was gonna say I thought it was 93. Whatever. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> but but what I'm saying is that like Jurassic Park used CGI in the sense that it used it to enhance, yeah. um, uh, probably animatronic. Uh, Dinosaurs, whatever anim- yeah. animatronics, um, and they used it more to enhance it. Uh, I think Mortal Kombat definitely used CGI. They leaned on to, it. They leaned on it, and and it was it was definitely to its detriment. But at the same time, uh, you can also argue that because Mortal Kombat and movies like it 
leaned on it, then you had more advancements in CGI that allowed us yeah, to it's, it's ca- like, like Mummy or something. I, I think yeah. it's in the same category. Yeah. Well, I like it. Because for the time, I didn't notice. I didn't right. think it looked fake back then. I mean, like, I, and, and I, I didn't notice. Like, well, you were more forgiving, I think. You noticed that when you saw the reptile, you knew that it looked like a garbage reptile, but you were more forgiving because you thought, oh, wow, they put a 3D character game into the movie. That's pretty cool. You know what I mean? But like, And it was more like, I remember when, the, when these type of things would happen in movies back then, it was more excitement about what they could do in the future. Right. Like, mm-hmm. oh, if they do this now, I can't wait till it gets better. Yeah. And as bad as the CGI was in this movie... Uh, even for back then's time, um, the sets that they built were awesome. I was going to yeah. bring that up. Their <laughs> sets were amazing. The, the sets were great. The, like I, I, I watched this movie probably when it came out, or maybe a little bit later. I, I remember nothing about it, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen it since. Like, so I basically came into it like without Brand having new. seen it. Yeah. Um, but the one things there, there's a few things I do remember. It was. The set, the the boat, the mystery yeah, boat. Yeah, and they built that boat. That was movie. awesome. Yeah. I, 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 and I remember like, oh, like I remember. And, and it was the feeling I got during that scene when they were talking to Raiden on the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, like on the outside, it was all foggy and stuff. I remember the feeling I had and I got I got the same feeling again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what was the other one? I think it was at the end. Oh, it was at the end when the... When the spikes? The, no, when the emperor... Comes um, out of the, oh, comes yeah. out the temple the, or whatever. Yeah, that, that part. Those are the only two two parts that sparked a memory while I was watching yeah. it this time. Dude, the, the the boat was awesome. They built it. A handful of people on a leaky boat were gonna save the world. <laughs> um but like the some of the rings that they built to fight in and like oh, the yeah. statues that they built to surround the them locations were, were amazing oh, yeah. on the they, they on filmed the it island? in Thailand. Oh, did and, they? And they had to they had to rowboat to this remote location. And like build, uh, I, I was there's, I will just watch this whole thing about it on YouTube in preparation preparation for this. Yeah, but the girl, the actress that played Sonia, uh, the one in Billy Madison, yeah, uh, Bridget yeah. Bridget Wilson, um, she was like there was one outhouse and the whole cast and crew had to use it. Ugh, and wow. I wanted to move, I wanted to film this movie so badly that I was willing to use this shared outhouse in Thailand. So it was as crew. remote as the story yeah. made it seem. That, that <laughs> makes they, it they, actually they more impressive. in all of the, the lights and the cameras Holy and the cow. action. That's insane. Well, but, it, it but, paid off because that, that was, yeah. I said there was only one redeemable part about the movie that being the soundtrack, but the, <laughs> but, but the location and the, and the, and sets, the sets were also very good. And, and that's the other thing about the sets. If you think about, did, how many of you guys, you guys actually played the video game? I've, Either one, two or three. I've played before the movie came out. almost every single one of them. Yeah. And I know the lore and I know, Outworld and yeah, and it's I don't know. I I remember because this movie is definitely based off of the first game because in the first game you're the the champion the the one that you have to beat at the very end is uh, Shane Tsung. Yeah, that's it. That's how you pronounce it. Shane Tsung, and he's the one you have to beat. Like, there's no emperor. There's no. There's nobody after that. Mm-hmm. And so it's based off of the the lore of the first game. But if you think about the locations that you had to fight in the first game they basically recreated a bunch of them yeah the spike pit yeah well yeah. not just the spike pit but like even the even some of the um some of the uh scorpion's house scorpion's lair you fought yeah fought scorpion's there. lair the uh, forest the forest the forest also the uh on the beach when you have like the things sticking up in the mm-hmm. background and you have people cheering and you have uh Shane Sung I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but Shane Shang Tsung, Shang Tsung uh, sitting in a chair mm-hmm. behind, kind of refereeing the fight, mm-hmm. and he's the one that's telling you to fight, and then he's taking your soul, and it's just. I, I remember, that, um, I remember watching and like the guys cheering, 
Uh, yeah, I remember thinking too. like th- yeah. they're they're only there because they were there in the video game. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of the, the, but that's why at one point this was considered the best video game movie. Yeah. It was a very faithful adaptation. It, it was faithful. And I was just about to say, even the moves that the characters do, mm-hmm. like uh the bicycle Son- kick. So, the bicycle kick, uh the neck snap. The the neck snap Sonya Blade's little mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. where she puts her thighs over there over the guy's head. Uh Johnny Cage's splits and punching the crotch. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, obviously you have this the spear which wasn't necessarily faithful, but it was still Scorpion Spear. Dude, I thought that you was, never actually got to see him grab somebody and pull him to you. It was so funny though, because well, because that would have made it rated R. I yeah, think. I know, I know. But like, because I remember playing the game and I never once thought it came out of his hand. And then I saw the movie. I was like, oh, I guess it comes out of his hand. That's weird. And then Ed Boon, the creator of the movie, was like, what the hell? Why is it, why is it coming out of his hand? That's so bizarre. But even like, uh, like even. Um, Liu Kang's uh, bicycle kick. His bicycle kick, yes. That he the did fireball. Against, they did against Reptile, but the fireball at the mm-hmm. end was was pretty cool. And even even the way that uh, it used uh, Shane Tsung's. Uh, um, oh, where he, he can, can use the souls. Yeah, and he can turn into that turn person. into people. He can bring people up and stuff. And, and, and it was the, faithful. The, the movie used one of those stupid movie tropes where just because the main character decides something, all of a sudden they're more powerful than the bad guy. He decides, oh, oh, I'm going to accept my destiny, and now all of a sudden I'm more powerful than you. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you've never watched a martial arts movie before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's what I call now. it a trope. It's it's very much used. Dude, I also Goro, um, say what you will, because he looked kind of unsettling. And Goro's the, the four-armed mm-hmm. uh, looked like behemoth a, There was guy. like a legs, and there was a torso, and then another torso on top of it, so yeah. it looked kind of unsettling. But you could tell it was puppetry, like the same yeah. the same puppetry used to make the Ninja Turtles. Okay. So, like, I kind of like that because it wasn't a CGI character; it was like an animatronic puppet made guy. I it was. I even when I remember when I watched the movie in the theater as a kid. Yeah. Um, I I had older brothers, so they convinced my parents to let me go watch it. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember actually sitting there thinking, "Wow, Goro looks like crap," <laughs> but at yeah. the same time. He was pretty. He was pretty threatening. Pretty it, it, there's just something off about him. Yeah, it, yeah, it, that's what I mean. He like, it, it like the, the way his weight carries and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like that. That wouldn't physically happen. But and you you can tell that like they can't control him well. Yeah, uh-huh. like they can they can show a fist slamming down, but not Goro swinging his fist. Or right, whatever. Yep, right. Yep. Like it, they use a lot of trickery. Sure, um, and that's one of those reasons I think Goro specifically, because Goro was my favorite part of the video game. Like so a guy with, I hated with Goro. He's oh, impossible. He was impossible to beat, but that's why I liked him because you had this giant with four arms chasing you. It's it twice as hard as like the actual boss of the right. game. You beat Goro. You basically bought the. You basically beat the game. Yeah. Um. But uh, that's one of the reasons why I kind of wish a they would remake the game because I think now they could do Goro remake the movie or the game. Yeah, sorry, the, oh. the movie uh, remake the movie. Because they could do Goro's justice. They could cast justice. Mark Ruffalo as him, too, because he's used to being, like, the big bulky guy. Then you do a good or job. Edward Norton. <laughs> or or Eric Bana. <laughs> Anybody who's played the Hulk. Edward Norton would, would uh, ask for too much money, though, <laughs> and then get kicked out. Um, yeah, uh, so I guess the only good things about this movie are... Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> here's why here's why i still liked it and you you guys can can disagree with me or not but i i think it's almost a fact that this movie does not at 
any point take itself seriously. True. It's not. It, a, it doesn't apologize. It, it knows exactly yeah. what it is. That's it, true. And it, 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 they make fun of themselves for it. Like the actors, like nobody knew who they were. Uh, Christopher Lambert was a Highlander, and he was probably like the highest paid actor in the whole movie. He plays right. Raiden, Lord Raiden. Right. But like Johnny Cage, he's easily my favorite character in this movie. Is he really? has the best lines in the movie. <laughs> he does he's hilarious, dude. And like the, the way that he delivered some of these lines, like, do I look like your travel agent? <laughs> uh, my buddy Wilbur, you guys all know Wilbur, but him and I quote this movie to each other still. And I don't know why, <laughs> but it'll be like, I'll happen to be awake at three in the morning and I'll text him. Those were $500 sunglasses. Ass. <laughs> and then he'll respond. Let's dance <laughs> at like 3 a.m. And it, I always laugh for like 20 minutes. And my wife's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like th- this movie is insanely quotable. It is. And it, like like Raiden himself, he like, it's just a joke. Like it's, it's all a joke. Well, I'm glad Raiden's a joke because it. when he first came on the screen, it yeah. was the, he's just the cringiest character yeah. Oh, it was so bad. Oh, if you think Raiden's cringy in this one, don't watch Annihilation. Have you not seen the second one? No. Oh, yeah. The oh. second one's bad. The is there, one is, is there, is there more Raiden? Uh, yeah, but it's a different actor. It's it's oh. it's Dexter Morgan's dad. <laughs> and <laughs> he plays Raiden. And then Raiden wears like a, an army vest and he cut his hair and stuff. It's And he it's actually really fights weird. too, doesn't he? Because yeah. that, that was one thing that I was disappointed in because growing up, uh, Raiden was Raiden and Scorpion were my favorite characters, mm-hmm. and uh, and Raiden didn't fight in the movie, and I was really disappointed. But I, I like the way that they made him to be like their yeah. overlord because yeah. because he's a god. Yeah. So it almost seemed unfair if he was fighting. Yeah. So I kind of like the way that they gave these characters roles, like like um, Sonya Blade, Johnny Cage, Liu King. Those were the main characters. Not the only characters, yeah. But they made them the three main characters of the movie, which I you should. That. I right? like the yeah. alignment that they did. Yeah. Like. Kano in the game is a Japanese Yakuza. And then the actor came in. Hello, love. <laughs> I sliced your partner ear to ear. And then the the creator saw it and he's like, oh, I guess Kano's <laughs> Australian now. And he's been Australian ever since. So like the impact of the, this cheesy B-level movie was enough. Has to impacted like, the game. Yeah. That's interesting. Because they all did a really good job. Yeah. No, the, the movie was faithful to the game. You got to give it that. Um but so was, I, have, I have a question. Um, what's the main bad guy's name again? Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. So if his goal is to is to win the tenth tournament in a row and to and be able to take over the world, then why is he recruiting all of the best humans to come fight in this tournament? Why wouldn't he want them to not come fight in the tournament? I mean, the, the second you start questioning the movie, dude, that's when it. That's I, I know, when but it, it was so hard for me to like. I was trying to think of his motivation for like, because he wanted them to be in the tournament so bad. He was like making sure they were all in the tournament. Like, I think it's why? just so because I, you had to. I have, like, an, I have an answer for it, actually. It's interesting. That's why I'm bringing it up. I was hoping right. there was an and answer. I have an answer. So I think he was confident that he could, uh, that his, that they would beat, beat them because this was the ninth, this was, this was the 10th in a row that they would have won. Uh-huh. I think he was confident they would have beat him. But at the same time, if he beats them, he gets their souls. Oh, he wants their souls. Mm-hmm. So he could Your have had Liu Kang, Johnny Cash, and Sonya Blades, and all the other. Did you humans. say Johnny Cash? Johnny Cage. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do, I'm, I'm probably going to do that a lot. <laughs> anyway, Cash. no, no, that's that actually a good reason. That, yeah, that, that, is, that makes a lot more sense. Is that he would want to get the best ones from Earth so he could have their souls, right? And if he was confident enough that he could, then and the the whole like there's apparently there's a prophecy that 
Um, I can't remember their names. Liu Kang? Liu Kang was, was the chosen one or whatever. And you probably just want to get him out of the way or something. Because mm-hmm. anyway. Either get him out of the way or, yeah, like I said, you know, assuming that that uh, he he and his team had won nine in a row, then that means that Goro basically has been his champion the entire time. Yeah. Which explains in the movie why when Goro was beaten by yeah. Johnny Cage. He took Sonya. He took Sonya and was scared. I've never thought of that. So and Goro's he, never lost a fight. Yeah. And he, then he, all, he, it, all it took was a punch him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> but it did almost break Johnny Cage's hand. <laughs> I love that part. He's like, damn. <laughs> you, you do not smash a white man's sunglasses. <laughs> Especially when they're $500. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but I love that we part. We should have invited Will This is the part where you fall down. <laughs> I loved it. In the beginning or with Goro? The, the, Both. Well, the, the, the callback to it. Was, yeah, the it callback. Good. Yeah. Dude, uh, something about the way Johnny Cage, that actor, I think his name's Lyndon. Well, well it, and, and it fits in his in his character because he literally is a, a movie star, mm-hmm. and so he he's g- delivering movie star lines. He's he's a comic relief, but he's also like, like he's because in my opinion, and I, I wanted to ask you guys this too, but in my opinion, his fight with Scorpion is the best choreographed fight scene in the whole movie. Yeah, it was good. And uh, yeah, and, and and th- this is a martial arts movie, but the martial arts are not well done. Okay, like Sonya fighting Kano yeah. wasn't well, or like Katana fighting Liu Kang wasn't really well done. But uh, Lyndon Ashby, Johnny Cage fighting Scorpion was the best fight in the movie. It was well choreographed. What was the deal with the picture at the end? At the end of that fight, when he when Scorpion dies, when he kills Scorpion, yeah, and then everything's on fire. Mm-hmm. Number one, how did Johnny Cage get back? And number two, uh, and I'm not trying to point plot holes but what was the deal with the picture you know see the picture it says yeah. to my greatest fan johnny cage what was that for like, I, I think you're just thinking about it too i, I much. think i why? think um, you're thinking I about think it why was it there it's, it's a punchline it was scorpion right yeah i think scorpion was a fan of him he watched his movies that that's what i thought and no had, it, it just fell out of his pocket or something oh. like it was, johnny cage just had a sign and it just fell out of his pocket oh. okay i thought i i, I, I was like oh was scorpion a fan of his movies I, that's that's what i thought when i was a kid too and i didn't have an answer as an adult so i guess it fell out of his pocket yeah he was like oh hey here <laughs> so speaking of uh johnny cage what's his name right johnny yes, cage, mm-hmm. cage. Not he, cash. He, he had the worst um motivation for being there yeah, yeah. It, that, that was another really cringy part for me it was like because he doesn't he because the press thinks he's not good at martial arts but he's a, he's, he's a phony because he's a phony like that that was that was pretty bad but not that it well, needs to be good to but, be fair okay to be fair he did go to get on this boat to go to this tournament uh, that would have helped his reputation. He didn't realize that boat was going to take him to a, basically another dimension and he was going to have to be fighting for his life. Yeah, I guess. So, so like every, everybody else's motivation for being there was just it was a fighting tournament. Not Sonya. Sonya was well, there. But Kano. like that Art Lang, the, the black guy that Goro kills. Well, he's not a main character, so it doesn't really matter. But what, what was your guys' favorite fight in the movie? Um, I have always liked... I wish it would have lasted longer, but I always liked... I actually wish all of the fights would have lasted longer. Um, I liked Liu Kang and Sub-Zero. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Raiden putting the water down was kind of cheating, but... I know, huh? <laughs> but it was it was a cool use of, of... It was a cool way that he used it. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, water. And then he just... Well, because they're... You know. I, I believe both those actors are... Robin Shao plays Liu Kang. I believe they're both martial artists. Yeah, but the guy that played Sub Zero is actually like much better. <laughs> and I was I was watching uh, this thing where 
there's a part where there's a, like a decline, like a ramp. Basically, uh-huh. there's isn't any stairs. But Sub-Zero is doing backflips on him. And Luke Cage is... Or Luke Cage? <laughs> Luke Kang is supposed to do front flips and follow him. And he kept screwing up and he couldn't do it. Is so that when he kicked going down? He jumped and did a kick? I think so. But but uh, instead, he was getting frustrated. So he just ran down the ramp and he's... <laughs> <laughs> and that's what made and the that's movie. what they use. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so for the I rest of the movie, by he movie. was like, <laughs> and that was that was just a line the the scene that they kept. Well, using. The, and they, like this movie is like the king of just stupid, uh, uh, like unnecessary unnecessary kung fu moves, mm-hmm. like before a fight or after a fight or in, like. Like, why do you need to do a cartwheel to, to move from point A to point B? But, but, but it's cool for it's and, a flourish. And, it's, and it's, it was it was made for thirteen year old kids, you know, yeah. to to in the nineties to be wowed by. And yeah, so, and so that worked. I also but, really liked the Liu Kang reptile fight too. Yeah, that one's good. That one's good. That one, that one's brutal. That's why I like the Scorpion and the and the Johnny Cage. Fight. Is that your favorite? Scorpion Johnny Cage yeah. is my favorite, but it's it's specifically when they're fighting in his in Scorpion's wooden like realm. Yeah, and uh, there's a scene where they like uh, he picks up Johnny Cage and he slams him on the ground, and the the camera is below them. They're on a bridge, mm-hmm. and you see dust fall, and then he, uh, Scorpion goes to punch him, and he grabs him, and he flips him over, and then Scorpion hits up the bridge, and the dust falls from the bridge again. So it's this really cool scene. But apparently the actor broke all of his ribs doing it because wow, really? they all did their own stunts and they all did the choreography for it because they didn't want body doubles in the movie. So this actor broke his ribs in that scene. Then he had to finish the scene and keep going on the same day. That's brutal. Um, and then they were like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have used like wood, <laughs> like, like actual wood. I mean, maybe just use foam or something. I don't know. But like, it just looks hard hitting, and then apparently it really was. Yeah. There's there's a couple fights where I was like, oh, I think it was the last, the, like the main boss fight at the end, in, yeah. the, in the dark tower thing. Like I remember that liking that fight because I, so some of the hits that he was making, Liu Kang was making was like, like okay, the, he's actually connecting. These are pretty was that, hard hits. Was that your favorite fight? Yeah, I think so. That's I'm definitely sure. the most iconic one because when you think of probably the most common Mortal Kombat like stage or place location to fight in in the game it's the one with the pits yeah, where you're fighting pits. yeah where you're fighting and then you hit them and then they fall into the pits and die um and then uh or yeah that, that's what anyway whatever um and then of course you have uh shane sung who can turn into any of the people that he stole their souls so yeah that, that one's definitely the most iconic i think for sure yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's hard to do like a deep dive on this movie when, when there's like not much substance to there's it. There's not, but and like, I just like unabashedly enjoyed this movie. And every not, single time there was a fight, like, uh, and we should play it if we can. But there's a <laughs> there's, there's a song for each there's a song for each fight. Yeah, and the one for Scorpion and even Reptile is just like super amped and like. The, the movie got over. It was this cheesy ending. They're all like, like, like almost like the Star Wars ending where they're getting their medals and they're like, they stand, yeah. children are running and playing. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then they do the cheesy ending. Like, I don't think so. And they pose. And my kids like stood up like, yeah. And then the music <laughs> starts going, right? And I jumped up with my kids and we start doing like a dance party like, kar- like punch dancing like your fake, age yeah like fake karate dance party <laughs> and then my wife got up and we were just like <laughs> punching and like pretending to kick to the mortal Kombat song and then i sat down i was sweating and i was like never in my life did i think i would have 
children <laughs> listen to the song with me. And do, and do I'm a glad dance you now. got that joy out of it, man, because it was funny. I, I I went up to I went upstairs to turn on the movie, and my wife's like, Mario, she's like, what, what do you need to watch now? And I was like. I saw. I'm like, oh, we have to. This watch. is your idea. <laughs> we, have Hold on. Like, we have to watch Mortal Kombat. And Mars like, seriously? And she's like, why does Chris make you guys do this? Why does she have? He awesome. always has these weird topics for you guys to do. And I just looked down. I was like, it was actually mine. And she's like, what the hell, Troy? <laughs> That's and I tried to explain. It. There's a game coming out. They might be remaking the movie, which would be cool. And I was trying to explain it. And she's We're like, trying to be topical. And she's like, that game needs to die. It's terrible. I'm like, obviously it's not because they keep making them and they keep selling. So <laughs> they even turned it into a DC with with the uh, oh yeah, uh, the Justice League. Yeah, but what's the what's the game called? Um, oh, it'll come to me. But anyway, where they're where they're all fighting each other from different universes, whatever. Injustice. Uh, Injustice. Un- yeah. Huh. And uh, and that was made by the same people. But anyway, it's uh, it's funny. So, um, but okay. Chris unapologetically loves the movie. Yeah. And I don't blame you. You you make some valid points. It doesn't try to be anything other than what it is. It doesn't. It stays true to the game. It does. And the music is good. Um, <laughs> the CGI is terrible. It is. Uh, but ultimately, the, the movie blows. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, were you expecting to like it? No. Oh, no. really? Because I, I, that's the thing. is like I liked it when I was a kid, but I it was one of those things where I was like, this. I like it because I'm a kid type thing, but I know it wouldn't hold up. Yeah. And so, you know, when I was a teenager and it would be on like TBS or something or whatever, TNT, um, I'd watch part of it. And I'm like, Oh wow, I can't believe I like this movie. So as an adult, I was like, this movie's going to suck. I, I think we're going to say something. Sorry. So, uh, kind of going along with what Troy is saying. Um, I didn't expect to like it and I not, I'm not saying I did like it. Like it didn't really change my mind about the movie watching it. But sitting here thinking about my experience watching it, um, it was kind of late at night. And so so as kind of a, a, a teaser for you, audience, people listening, um, I, we've, I've also been watching Harry Potter movies. Um, and there's been two times at least during watching those that I've started to fall asleep and had to turn it off and finish it the next day. Um, because I just was bored or whatever, or not bored, but just too tired. With this one, I started even later than the Harry Potter ones and stayed up <laughs> the entire time and watched the entire movie. So I don't know what that says about the movie, but I, and I remember getting like, like three quarters of the way through. I was like, oh yeah, I was, pro- I was planning on like finishing this tomorrow morning or tomorrow, like whatever. Uh-huh. And then, and then I got all the way done. I was like, oh, I, I guess... I guess it, it 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 held my attention that long. Yeah. So I think there, there's something about it that like I wanted to see what happened next. I, I I suspended my disbelief enough, and it's you have to do it if you, if you don't suspend your disbelief like to the ninetieth degree, you're not going to get through the movie. Um, but it was it was decent enough to to hold my attention. So it was a uh, it was good. And it and it did remind me of just like. A Fast and Furious movie in a little way. Yeah. Not in the sense that they're like the same in any way, but they're both just like dumb action movies that don't try to hide from what they are. There's there's yep. zero levels of pretension in these movies. Yep. And they don't try to be any differently, I suppose. 
Um, but well, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that to, uh, along those lines, some of the uh, like that there's a lot of really bad overacting. But I think some of that is honestly a, a self-referential joke. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, one thing I was going to say, and, and this was kind of, I, this is something I thought about uh, quite a bit since a, a conversation I've had with Troy, which I'll get, I'll, I'll bring it in eventually. But as I said, I watched it with my boys and they were like clapping and cheering, which probably helped me, you know, laugh and like clap and cheer with them and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's easy to like something when you see your kids. Laughing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And But like the, the viewing experience. Like I was watching it on this giant TV behind you guys with my like sound bar on blast. Um, and we were like eating Cafe Rio at the same time. So it was all all good things. Um, Scott watched it like on his laptop with headphones in a dark room or whatever like by himself. Um, but it makes me wonder, too, if like viewing like the, the viewing experience helps. Like uh, I saw Endgame the night it came out. And it was amazing, and the crowd was cheering and everything. And then I know that you didn't see it until like the following Monday, and you were like, eh, "I was kind of let down by it." And I was like, "I wonder if your theater was cheering." No, they were. They oh, were. Oh, I, they? And to be to be like, I wasn't let down by, it. and I was let. I I was. What was the word I used before? I was. Um, I think you said let down. No, not let down. I, I like. I was. Um, I think you compared it to um, the first two acts. Yeah, I was underwhelmed. Were. Underwhelmed. Is yeah, the word I was. Using. I was underwhelmed during the first two acts. Mm-hmm. That's that's the specific thing I want to do because. But that, but that's like another thing that because like when I saw Last Jedi in the theaters, I absolutely loved it because I yeah. saw it opening night and people were cheering and screaming, and then. And and. And then you hear everybody hated it. Yeah, and, and then I, I go out and I was like, oh, everybody hates it, and I was like, I was like, what did I miss? No, it was like, but like when I saw Phantom Menace, it was the same way. People were cheering and screaming and stuff. Um, so yeah, like maybe just because my kids were just having so much fun, it was making me have fun. You kind of get caught in the moment, and you just mm-hmm. suspend your disbelief a little bit, like Scott said. Yeah, I don't know, but like it was it was a fun experience for me. It was a fun night, so I'm, I'm glad I got to watch it with them. I'm glad you did too, and and the fact that you had fun doing that made me happy because my experience wasn't the same. Yeah. I was watching it and I thought it was the dumbest thing and I re- immediately regretted <laughs> suggesting it and I and I was like, oh man, we have to talk for an entire episode about this movie. And I'm like, it's, I'm glad you is, had those thoughts because <laughs> I had those thoughts too. And I'm like, oh guys, I was actually going to start the episode by saying I'm really sorry guys. <laughs> I remember, well, the night I watched it, I walked into the to the bedroom at like 1230, Trisha was asleep and she, she heard me walk in. She's like, how was it? Like it was so so stupid, and I remember being annoyed at Troy. Like why? Uh, and and that's what I felt directly after watching it, uh, and, and while watching it. Um, and so I wanted to bring that up because we have this tendency on the podcast to gush over movies that we didn't that that. Yeah, the, no, the, murder, the, by, the, murder by Death, yeah. uh, Green Hornet. Like, yeah, I think we, a lot of us were expecting to kind of come in and crap on it. All, you yeah, know, but, and but then, during conversation, it's easy to talk about the fun parts, and we're used yeah. to that, and and that's a good thing. But I want I want to bring up that my my vis, my more visceral reaction in the moment was was more annoyance than and than, I think than jumping, cheering, and, and dancing like Chris did. And I which think which I would love to have done that. Yeah, but yeah. I, we'll and, and, and you're kids. right, Chris. You have a very good point about your like. <laughs> Improving my my viewing experience could have made the the movie better for me. I think I think Chris brought that up before we started talking negatively about it because it's a very good point that 
if you're watching it with the right audience, it can be entertaining. Another example of a movie we've talked about is uh, Kung Pao. You watch it by yourself. It's the stupidest movie in the world. Which I personally... I, I, I watched. I remember watching that in high school with buddies, and I hated it. Yeah. So, but if you watch it now with Chris and I, who una, who unapologetically love it, you'd probably laugh. I, I probably would. I, and, I would and probably. If, enjoy if anything, it. you'll laugh at us because we're laughing at something so stupid, yeah. right? Plus, Sometimes you were a wet blanket in high school, dude. <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you haven't even begun to be wet. <laughs> Ooh, so, <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> I don't know what that's a reference to. I don't either. Um, Me having a wet blanket in high school. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I'm. T- <laughs> I I like Scott. I I regretted. You like Scott? I yes, I do like Me Scott. Me too. Um, wet. Like <laughs> like Scott. I uh, I was I was immediately regretting the topic, and just wondering how we're going to sit here and talk about it. And I'm wondering. I'm still amazed at how long we've been talking about it, even now. <laughs> and I. It's my enthusiasm. Guys. Honestly, so I guess that's what I'm going to have to say about it. Ultimately, is that if you want to have this is the type of movie, if you want to have a good time, pick the audience you want to watch it with, because if you watch it by yourself, it sucks. <laughs> it does. And I bet you probably would have felt the same way. Maybe like because uh, there's been a few times where like I was supposed to watch something and I was like, oh, I don't even want to watch this. And I like, pulled my phone out. <laughs> but then I've had to like, no, we're going to record an episode, like give it a shot. And then I usually... Like there's only been a handful of things I didn't really enjoy, um, but I think it's because I, I try to give everything a fair shake. Mm-hmm. And and at this time in particular, I was like taking notes. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh man, Sonia Blade having her her like Princess Leia moment at the end with that sexy dress. Like, oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, she's not wearing shoes. I like how they reference it. Nice dress. I know. She rolls her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, and like Johnny Cage was just like uh, John McClane. And he was like, oh, let's go out to Netherworld. Go to a tournament. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, like, but like, obviously, everyone knows where that's from. And so I was like, I just really loved like the self-referential humor, not taking itself seriously yeah. at all. Um, and then just me paying attention more. I was like, I noticed like, oh, man, that's that level from this this, this game or th- this scene is from this movie. Right, and like, right. like Katana and, and Reptile weren't even in the first game, but they are in this one and they use them really well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I just like made me appreciate it more. And then I just had fun. So like all of that equaled no way me having a bad, a bad thing to time. say. So I, not- I will challenge your statement that you, they use Reptile well. <laughs> well, just, just in the fight at the end. Okay, okay. Cool yeah, yeah. Fight. The fight, the fight at the end was good. I, uh, I'm gonna throw a curveball at you guys. This is actually my pick to replace Walter Mitty on Mount Rushmore. Oh. <laughs> I vote yes. That's be unanimous, right? <laughs> Quick before Jake gets back. <laughs> I mean, it's unanimous now. No, uh, is it? <laughs> speaking of, if Jake uh, doesn't respond in two minutes. Yes. <laughs> no, you, you have to woo me. Um, speaking sexy what? <laughs> <laughs> then yes. <laughs> speaking of Jake, he did uh, he did send us his thoughts on Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but to preface this, he's probably high on morphine, so it didn't make yeah, any sense. His, his, his words aren't going to make sense, but maybe it will if I read them out loud. Uh, Jake Gifford says, "I just watched Mortal Kombat, spelled with a C. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right then he's wrong. So his opinion mm-hmm. doesn't matter." Mm-hmm. Uh, I just watched Mortal Kombat since the last 90s, and I was with Cameron Fry in his grandparents' basement in Richfield, Utah. So, going based off that viewing, it was the single greatest scum movie ever made. 
<laughs> you guys all know Cameron Fry, right? Yeah, Cameron Fry. Oh, totally. Honestly, when I first read that, I was like, is he talking about Cameron from like Ferris Bueller's Day Off? <laughs> was Cameron Fry was the was the kid that lived down the street from us. So Jake, I'm sorry, we weren't talking about the the Mortal Kombat movie from the last 90s. We were talking about the Mortal Kombat from the last 90s before that, the one that came out in 1890s. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the, oh, the last the 90s. previous 90s. <laughs> that yes. was the first tournament. <laughs> so yeah, there's 10 in uh, a row. You, you, you no, watched, they, they happened once a generation, they say. So. We weren't wrong. <laughs> you watched you watched the wrong movie, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> we forgive you. We probably all you can get in Tijuana, dude. Um ultimately you watched my, some Mexican <laughs> cheap knockoff version. <laughs> that's even to soul is mine. <laughs> you just said your soul is mine. <laughs> um, so uh, my final thoughts on the movie are ultimately the movie's not good. It's not. Um, and the the topic is is second chance, right? Whether you, whether it deserves a second chance, even if you loved it as a kid, um, I will say. To Chris's point, pick your audience, because if you have to watch it again, like Scott and I did, well, I, I, I chose, but whatever, we all did. <laughs> so if you have to watch it again, don't watch it by yourself. Watch it with an audience, somebody that you think would enjoy it, because then maybe it might be enjoyable. Um, but ultimately, it's it's not a good movie. Yeah, that's actually exactly what I was going to say, too, is is it deserves a second chance in the right setting that like you can't. You don't don't sit down expecting to be watching a, like a really good even a really good action movie. Um, watch it with with some young kids or or something that so, something with someone that it was meant to that it was made for, and it'll and it'll be it'll be worth its second cha- a second chance for sure. But if in the in the wrong setting, it's definitely not worth its second yeah. chance. I, know, I, I obviously my answer is yes because I just gushed over it. Um, that it's worth a viewing, but yeah, I mean, watch it. Select, select your audience carefully. Um, but there's one thing that I've I've always thought about this movie, even when a kid, was that I don't, I don't know if charming is the right word, but there's something charming about it. Um, yeah. Where it's like it's still kind of. I mean, it's not talked about, but like the song for the movie, people will play it and they'll be like, "Bro," and they'll like laugh because they you know exactly what it's from. And like even while they were filming it. And this is a true story that I read. Well, because it has to be true because I read it online. Wow! But they were they were you have, you have online uh-huh. America online. <laughs> nice. They were filming it, and Tom Cruise was filming a movie next door, and he snuck on set because he heard that they were making a Mortal Kombat movie. Seriously, and he snuck over, and they had to kick him out. <laughs> what was he? What was he filming? I have no N- idea. Ninety-five. Next, what came out next to a remote island in in? No, it was like the sets for like oh, the, the set, uh, okay. like the other stuff that gotcha. they did. Like gotcha. it wasn't all filmed in Thailand. It was a film in L.A. So oh, okay. but like the Tom Cruise was like sneaking on there, <laughs> and they had to like, uh, you're not in this movie. We're gonna have to ask you to leave. <laughs> and so there's like something about it then. There's something about it now where like people are like this movie with like these B-level actors that like like nobody even knew, heard of or has seen since then um they're like yeah it's interesting it's interesting that they're, they're making this movie you know you, you you say it has a certain charm and i immediately thought of never ending story had it had a similar charm to me yeah where it like fantastical um old school effects it was a little before this but um 
it, it I don't know why it just popped into my head. Yeah, and it, it kind of, I mean, it's a little more darker of a never ending story. But, yeah, it is. But it fits. It's like a fantasy type movie. monsters. Mm-hmm. And, well, and I love never ending story. And it's to that, favorites. to that point is like even to that point, uh, even if you don't like Mortal Kombat, you know what it is. Yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat, the video game was insanely popular, insanely popular mm-hmm. one yeah. and two. And then when three came out, like, all of my friends, my brothers were going nuts over it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and uh, we would we would go to the, the video game store and buy the book on how to do, do the their fatalities on their fatalities and yeah. all the art and everything. And it was fantastic. Um, and interesting surprise, little surprising little nugget of information. Mortal Kombat is actually the reason why they have ratings on video games now. Yeah. Uh, that was the whole reason was there's, because there's blood because yeah and you I think it was you were the one that told me that on the um, Super Nintendo it was sweat mm-hmm. it was drops of sweat mm-hmm. on the Sega it was drops of blood and um, and parents complained that it was too violent for kids mm-hmm. um, which it is you know fair enough but uh, like because of that that's why you look at a, a, a video game and you see whether it's rated for everyone or teen or 18 up or 17 up or whatever they are yeah it was because of Mortal Kombat so and we're talking about the movie, and I actually hope they make a re- they they make a new one, like not a sequel, but like an actual remake, and do kind of like what we were saying, like maybe follow a specific storyline, not the actual tournament storyline. And like if they do make a movie, I really hope they have the same amount of camp <laughs> that the old one did, um, because it 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 doesn't need to be as serious as like, and, and not even the game makers take it too seriously, but it doesn't need to be as serious as people think it should be. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just because there's a lot of blood and gore doesn't mean it's not like a ridiculously over the top game. Yeah. Like there, there's nothing that should be taken seriously. In yeah, the game. yeah. I, I see why you bring that up because given the, the content and the, and the, the backstories and stuff, it could, you could go that direction and make mm-hmm. it very serious. And it would, I think you're right. It would make it a worse movie. Exactly. That's fair. I will agree with that. I, at first, my knee-jerk reaction was to not say and say it should be serious, but... It should it should totally be rated R with all the fatalities, but, but it should not be but a not, serious yeah. martial arts movie. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. So, uh, yeah. Well, should we, it is. Should we end it there? Yeah. All right. Well, I uh, I looked real quick on our social medias and on our, our podcast apps and stuff. I don't haven't seen any new reviews well, or anything. don't tell people that. Well, that's why I'm saying is because I want you to go on there and review for us. Let us not, me? not you. Yeah, you. Okay, I'll do yeah. it. No, uh, if you break out all of our fake accounts mm-hmm. and start leaving reviews, <laughs> leave us a review. Go on, uh, go on your whatever app you listen to podcasts at, podcasts on. Listen, you're listening to us on, and uh, and leave us a review. Go on Facebook, leave us a review. Can you leave reviews on Spotify? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, don't do it there. That, that was a bad idea. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to say? Nope. Uh, Thanks for listening. All. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess if that's it, then uh, we're out of here. Thanks for listening. All right. Fatality, guys. Finish him.